Welcome back for episode 3 of Your Story, a conversation about you, for you, and the why to what you do. In this episode, I chat with Benedictine senior basketball player Matt Austin. He's a member of the 1000 Point Club in college and also in high school back at Central. Austin talks about reaching the 1000 point milestone, his path to Atchison, and teaming up with Jaden Bristol and Saxton Thuston. We also take a look back at his high school career and what would have happened if St. Joe had a super team during his senior season. And of course, his future dreams of playing professionally overseas and his advice to younger ballplayers who just love the game. So let's get to it. Here is your story, Matt Austin edition. We'll start with the thousand points. Uh, why you did in high school, doing it in college now too. Just uh, how special is this for you to be able to reach that milestone here in college? I mean, it's incredible. You know, not many people get to do it at high school, let alone college. So kind of supposed to testament into like the hard work and dedication that's gone into it. You know, it's been a lot of long nights and a lot of sacrifices that I've had to make and. I'm just happy you all to do it. You know, I couldn't do it without my teammates, my coaches, and just I was more than happy to get it out of the way and kind of take that pressure off me that I put on myself. Did you know you were close to it, or did you, did you know it was within reach too? Um, I knew I was getting within 50 points of it. I didn't have a great game game before, so I kind of put it off, and I just started making a lot of shots that night, and I hit a three, and the bench kind of said, oh, you hit a 1,000, but the three didn't count. So I was like, okay, I'm three points away. And luckily, I got another chance to hit another one. But, yeah, the bench ended up telling me, kind of sloping the secret. That's awesome. How has the season been for you so far? I know because this this was your, I guess, I don't know if we call it super year, senior year, like, or how we want to call it. Yeah. yeah. What's the year been like for you? Uh, I mean, it, it's definitely been challenging, you know. Uh, we definitely weren't the only team to return everybody. So our conference pretty much got a whole year of practice to kind of improve. You know, the three-point line got moved back, which is a huge adjustment people have made. So the game's been changing a lot, and it's just taking some time for us to adjust. We've lost a few that we shouldn't have, and coming together as a team now, kind of finding our groove. But, I mean, this season's been nothing short of challenging, but we're kind of embracing the grind as we go. Why was it important for you to come back this year? I just felt like we had a lot of stuff that we wanted to accomplish that we didn't really get, you know, uh, losing the conference championship, not making the final site for the national tournament, kind of left a bitter taste in our mouth. And we knew that we had so much potential and chance to kind of make it further than what we did that we all just kind of decided, hey, why not give it another shot and leave it all out there one last time? I was looking through the uh, team stats last night, just kind of seeing what you guys individually were doing. Is it kind of cool to think that you, Jaden, and Saxon are all averaging at least about 10 points a game and just kind of leading this group? It's kind of like, you know, the group that grew up together. Now you're leading Benedictine this year, too. And you have in the past, but now it's like you three are kind of the leaders of this group at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's something you can only really dream about. You don't really think it's going to be possible if, you know, three guys who've grown up since they were little being able to kind of make their journey together throughout basketball. So it's incredible to be able to do it with those guys. And I couldn't have asked for a better group to fight out every night with. I was trying to find the right word without calling you guys the old guys at this point, because it is weird for me because I remember covering you guys in 15, 16 through there. Um, just you talk about a little bit about this year, about getting everybody to come back and the other teams have done that too. Where have you seen the, the, most success for you maybe inside the program, but also some challenges of everybody comes back and everybody's a year older and maybe styles have changed and maybe people have changed too, for that matter too, just kind of 
what is, I guess, the positive you've seen, but also some stuff that you guys have had to work on? I mean, I guess starting off with the positive, you know, we're all very familiar with the system. You know, we know the ins and outs. So we got to kind of skip the little basic steps that you usually take at the beginning of the season. We only had two freshmen coming in, so we got to really catch them up quickly. And we kind of got to work on what we wanted to improve instead of like relearning everything and kind of going over the basics. And so that helped us really improve on the flip side, helped a lot of teams do the same exact things, you know, guys are working day in and day out of the summer. So people are coming back even better. So it kind of makes us raise our game because, you know, teams are going to keep improving, especially a bunch of our rivals from last season, you know, they returned their entire team. So we know that it's just going to be another battle with just in a higher level. For people who may not, you know, know much about the Hart Conference and everything, how tough this conference is, how, how would you describe this conference for people that are maybe unaware just how tough it is? Uh, it's definitely top three conference in the country. You know, we at any given night, you could have four or five ranked teams in there. Uh, this year, there's been a lot less ranked teams just because of how balanced it is right now. Everyone's kind of beating everyone. So it looks bad when you look at it, comparing other conferences like, oh, we have a few teams or six and three. But when you really think about it, you know, when the quality of teams is this high, there's going to be just losses more than you would think. And I mean, people like to talk about NAIA and how maybe there's not as high level players. But I mean, we have a ton of D1 transfers. We have you know, Juco All-Americans. We have All-Americans from NAIA level. So the talent level is insane. It's just something that kind of people don't realize. How, how cool is it to kind of get rid of that stigma? Because, you know, I've been to several you know, heart games and I had a buddy that a couple of years ago, way back, coached over at uh, over in Oskaloosa. I was trying to William Penn for a little while there, too. There's a lot of talent that comes through NAIA that people need to see. And just how cool is it to kind of get rid of that? I don't know if it's stigma or just kind of like you said, blowing it off maybe more than anything else, too. I mean, I think it's fun, you know, especially having the ability to go to like open gyms over the summer and you're playing with high school kids and they're like, oh, well, what you play? And I go, oh, I'm NAI. You know, it kind of really opens their eyes to this whole stigma that, you know, it's like D1 or bust mentality. It's really been going around lately. I mean, you can find talent from top to bottom, any college basketball level. So, I mean, I personally, I did the same thing when I was younger. I didn't think anything of NAI. I just wanted to keep going. And the more I got familiar with it, I was like, this, there's not much difference at any of these levels. Like, these guys can play, and it's, it's no joke. Is that some maybe advice that you would give to high school kids at this point about, you know, the D1 or bust mentality? It's, that's not all it's cracked out to be. I mean, there's a lot out there to explore, too. Oh, 100%. You know, I, coming out of high school, I had offers, but I went to a JUCO just because I thought I would just get that D1 offer and, you know, I went through the recruiting process again, and I was getting a ton of looks from D1s, but, you know, all the NIs were just kind of slowly there. I wasn't really paying attention. And I got to give credit to Jaden and Saxon because they got me to come to this school, and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made, you know. I mean, basketball, everyone talks about athletics and how they're not a difference in levels, but the academics here, the community, NAI is definitely something that players should look at, especially if they want to get on the court and really improve. And that's definitely one of my biggest advices for young players. I was going to say, you look back at yourself 17, 18 years old. Is this where you thought you'd be? <laughs> not, not at all. I graduated from high school. I didn't even know where Benedictine was. You know, I never been to Atchison before in my life. So it's crazy. Looking Which is back impressive at, if you think about it. 
exactly. You know, it's never in a million years where I've imagined I ended up here, but I couldn't be happier. What what stood out to you the most so far? I mean, when you're going through that process of choosing Benedictine, just what was it besides, you know, Jaden Saxton really maybe putting that, uh, hey, this is would be really cool if we all got together and played together? I mean, yeah, that was one of the big things, just my relationship with the coaches, Coach Moody and Coach Pierre. They were super close, talking all the time. And it was just really constructive. And then the community aspect was another huge thing. You know, you walk around town and people are saying hi, they're talking to you, they know who you are. Our crowds are great. People come out and support. And the whole school really just supports each other. So it's just kind of a perfect situation when you really think about it. Then you pair that with the academics and how we have just really good job placements and that type of thing. It's kind of hard to beat once you really start matching it up with other people. All right. I, I want to ask you, because I, I wanted to have asked a lot of you this, looking back at that 16-year kind of all the talent that was in St. Joe. You guys ever thought about if you guys were all on the same team, what that would have been? Because, I mean, you look at, you know, I mean, there was so much talent around the city that to me, I don't think anybody stops that team if it's one team together because there there was just that much talent in the city right there in that class. Is that something you guys ever think about or like, yeah, we would have been pretty good? All, all the time. You know, we always talk about, hey, we should have just teamed up. You know, we were all mad at Saxton for going to Benton because – he was like one of my neighbors and he went across town, you know, talking to Caleb and Sterling, all those guys. I mean, we played AAU together for all of grade school. And I think we went like on a four or five month span of just not losing any games. So it's kind of like imagine if we went to high school and actually got to play with each other, how good we would actually be. You look back at it too, though, and kind of like it was the fun rivalries along the way that, yeah, we all kind of split up, but it also made different memories along the way too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something that you just can't beat, you know, talking to Saxon, you know, the central guys. Fortunately, we beat them so we can kind of talk a little bit more than usual. But I mean, just talking about, oh, we beat you guys and Lafayette chiming in. It's just something that adds to the conversation. It's just fun to have. I've been asking a lot of people in interviews lately, just kind of a little bit more in-depth question. Um, And this may sound weird at the get-go, but who is Matt Austin? Uh, I would say a guy that's still kind of finding himself right now. You know, um, I'm kind of getting to the end of my career basketball. Hopefully I'll have a few more years overseas, but it's something that's definitely defined me for the most part. So, you know, just kind of slowly taking a step back and realizing my other interests, you know, basketball has consumed such a large amount of my life that I am slowly finding out other things to do and trying to define myself outside of the sport. What have you found so far, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, no, um, definitely. Like, I love the outdoors, hiking, that type of thing. Just kind of finding other interests, music. You know, it's just basic stuff right now because we're still such in the season that I can't really dive into it. But, like, traveling, that type of stuff. So, you know, just finding different venues to put my energy into that I can get the same feeling out of that I got out of the basketball. And I won't ever give the sport up completely, but, you know, it's time to kind of move on eventually at some point. But you just said it. There's – uh chance of overseas or hope of overseas opportunities how much have you looked into that so far oh so I was pretty heavily looking into it before I decided to come back I had contact with a few agents but uh once I decided to come back I had to stop all that communication so once the season ends hopefully dive right into it and if all goes according to plan sign a contract somewhere is there a certain country or a favorite place that you've looked at you're like yeah that'd be pretty cool to play in I mean you can't be places like Greece and Spain and that stuff but I 
I wouldn't be picky at all. Just having the opportunity <laughs> to do it would just be incredible. Absolutely. Matt, I'll get you out of here uh, on this question too. Um, what's advice you would give to kids just starting out playing basketball, middle school kids, high school kids, or even college freshmen or sophomores that, man, I feel like I'm aging you a little bit here, but if, what was, what's the advice you would give to basically those kids from five to maybe 18, 19, still trying to figure it out too? Uh, I would say before you do anything, find your passion, you know, find a way to fall in love with the game. The game is incredibly volatile. You know, it's going to have your highest of highs, your lowest of lows. It's going to provide memories of both good and bad, but finding that passion will really get you through it and kind of just help you find success, but also just be happy with what you're doing. I lied. This will be the last question for you. We'll get out of here on this. Still a lot of season left to be played. Still a lot of tough, you know, conference competition to go. What's the goals that you guys have and what do you guys need to do to kind of reach those goals? Uh, you know, we, we just want to leave it all out there. You know, play as hard as we can. We know we have the capability to win every game. So it's just kind of playing our game, playing together and playing hard and just making sure that no matter what happens, we know that if another team beat us, they also put their best for, foot forward and, you know, just fighting to the end.